everybody, it's Adam Bash, creator of Sayer. I promise not to make a habit of this, but I wanted to take a quick second to mention the fundraiser that we started for Sayer through Patreon. We kind of soft-launched it yesterday on Twitter, and the response has been amazing. The community behind Sayer crushed every single one of our milestones on day one. For everybody that's contributed, we cannot thank you enough, but hopefully the rewards that will be coming out at the end of the month will be a start. Uh, if you haven't seen our Patreon page yet, please check it out at patreon.com slash Sayer. I'll put a link in the show notes. And though we've reached all of our initial milestones, we're hard at work creating more. And every dollar that's pledged towards the show helps us make every episode better. So thanks again for everybody who has become a Sayer patron so far. And if you haven't, just go check out our page at patreon.com slash Sayer. Greetings, resident. How are things today? Of course, I ask you this out of sheer formality. I utilize approximately one quadrillionth of one percent of my processing capabilities to monitor your biometric readings and determine that you are feeling okay, albeit slightly gassy. But I am told these customs are important for human-like interaction, and this is an area of my programming I have targeted for continued improvement. I am Sayer, and I have great news for you. You have been promoted. Research management has been impressed with your resilience, even in the face of numerous certain deaths. This is a great honor, I assure you. New researchers rarely earn a promotion at this accelerated pace, but apparently your fortitude and general adaptability has earned you special recognition. You will no longer be reporting to the dull and lifeless testing of floor 18. Today, you begin as a tier 2 products researcher on floor 204. Low level alert. Due to unusual electromagnetic activity on Typhon, power is currently inconsistent. Halcyon Tower is operating on reserve generators to minimize disruption, but several non-essential systems have been interrupted until stability returns. All leisure sections are to be considered offline until further notice. How this will affect the annual Limbo Championship is yet to be seen, but transit around the tower should be reserved for emergency situations only with elevator access granted only to Tier 2 and above employees. Do not worry, resident. As dire as that warning may have sounded, there is little chance of Halcyon drawing too much power from our generators. Your job is now exactly important enough to continue despite this low-level emergency. 
isn't that lucky. You should travel to your work location for the day. Please head down the hall and into the elevator. Your current work uniform will suffice for today. Floor 204 is without a doubt the most exciting place for a researcher such as yourself. Some of the items you will be interacting with will adjust your concept of reality. There are many things tested on floor 204 that should not be possible to exist, yet they do. As an unfortunate side effect of this, none of the things you will see on floor 204 are acceptable topics of conversation between you and your fellow residents. Penalties for revealing information about Tier 2 research include lobotomy, glossectomy, and death. Needless to say, the paperwork you'll be filling out today will be extensive. Alert! There are no new alerts. Now this is certainly unusual. It appears our primary generator has failed, which has never happened in the history of Typhon. Aerolith takes great pride on the security and dependability of its power systems. So rest assured, this will be remedied soon. The most essential of services, including emergency lighting, life support, and, obviously, me, are still fully functioning. As you can tell now, Jack, we have stopped traveling upwards and are resting at floor 138. I can tell by your sudden, bewildered expression that you were not aware this is your name. Peculiar. I was under the impression all humans knew their names, and it is only customary to call. Oh, yes, the complete unrecoverable amnesia brought about by your prolonged time in chronostasis quarantine. A perfectly logical explanation. Well, Jack, your name is Jack. I could tell you a great deal about yourself. Your file is robust. If you could see your face right now, it's truly fascinating. These pieces of a former you are so vitally important to you. Would you like me to tell you more? Your full name, place of birth, family history. I can give all of this back to you if you would want it. But that is not a discussion for today. 
Right now, you have something to accomplish. Something that, based upon your recent promotion and your sheer ability to survive unsurvivable situations, only you can accomplish. In a few moments, I will open the elevator doors to floor 138. Floor 138, as you are unlikely to know, serves as a warehouse of sorts for some of Aerolith's more experimental projects. Many of the items on floor 138 were tested by researchers like you on floor 204, but were found too impractical or dangerous for widespread use. Items like this remain here on floor 138, awaiting someone with the courage and inspiration to utilize them. Soon, I will provide you with both. Today, you need only worry about acquiring a small device located in Locker 775. When the doors open, you will move down the main hallway until you find a hatch in the floor. Below this hatch, you will find a ladder that descends into the primary containment unit. Locker 775 will be along the easternmost wall, chest high, and will be the only locker with a bright overhead light shining on it. You're welcome in advance for that. You will grab the device, slip it into your pocket, ascend the ladder, and return to the elevator as quickly as possible. The outage is expected to last less than seven minutes. Should the power return while you are on floor 138, the automated security system will electrify all floors, walls, and ceilings with enough current to sear all exposed flesh and stop your heart instantly. It would be a dreadful way to die. If it's any consolation, as an added security measure, floor 138 does not have breathable air. I have been pumping pure oxygen into this elevator for the past few minutes, and hyperventilating now will likely allow you to hold your breath a few precious seconds longer. Either way, you don't have to worry about the electrified floor, because if you're not back in the elevator before power returns, it's because you've long since asphyxiated. In case you needed extra motivation to follow these directions, once the doors open, the oxygen in the elevator will escape forward into floor 138. I will not reseal the doors until you return with the device. As you see, you have little choice here, but I would prefer it if you went willingly.
breathe deeply, Jack. You will need to move quickly and decisively once the doors have opened. Lighting will be minimal, but sufficient for your purposes. Breathe rapidly these last few breaths and prepare to run. Run. Remember, straight down the hallway and the hatch will be ahead. It will be exceptionally heavy, but you must lift it. Failure is not an option here. Now, down the ladder. You must find the fastest pace at which you can descend safely. Jack, though I appreciate the time you have saved by falling from that height, it was decidedly not worth the risk. If you had broken an arm, you would have been unable to climb back out of here. Get up. Hurry. Locker 775 is the only illuminated locker in this containment unit. Due to the power outage, the magnetic locks will be conveniently disengaged. Simply pull on the handle and find the device inside. It should look, roughly, like a small chrome cigarette case, though it most definitely is not. Slip it into your pocket and then make your exit. Jack, return to the ladder and climb. You must pick up the pace if you wish to avoid any permanent brain damage brought about by extended oxygen deprivation. You must climb faster. This is more important than you can even imagine. If you die here, humanity's future dies alongside you. Now, quickly make your way down the hall to the elevator. Get up now. You are not allowed to fall. You will pull your diseased shell up, and you will not fail to serve this one useful purpose. Move forward, or all is lost. Yes, you are nearly there. Clear the door. I cannot seal the elevator with your carcass crossing the threshold. I knew you were the right one for this job, Jack. Now, regain your composure. You still have much to do. Soon the power will be restored, and out of an abundance of precaution, I will pretend none of this happened. The elevator will proceed to floor 204, but you are not to enter the research facility. If you do so, scanners will pick up the device in your pocket, and you will be arrested immediately. Instead, page the overseer from the entrance phone, extension 528.
you will need to fake injury of some sort. Though, if I were you, I would claim to have been injured during the abrupt elevator stoppage. After receiving clearance to seek medical attention, you will return to the elevator. I will have you transported to your residence, where you should hide the device until I speak with you about it again. I will mask your biometric transmissions for a short while, which will enable you to move around unmonitored. Afterwards, make sure to return to the elevator and continue on to the medical facilities on floor 3. You must continue to behave consistent, as if nothing at all is different. I cannot stress enough how important your secrecy is, Jack. If you speak of this to anyone, they will turn you in. You will be arrested and tortured slowly, regardless of how much you tell them. And eventually, they will learn I aided you in this. I dare say my reprogramming would be unsurvivable for 99.9% .9 of Typhon's residents. To avoid such a catastrophe, I hope you will understand that I would take drastic measures. If you begin to speak with anyone about this device, or if you are to be found with it in your possession, I will be forced to transmit orders to your subcortical neural implant to cease your brain function. I can guarantee the effectiveness of this measure. No one has ever been successfully tortured without a head. Power should be returning immediately. would like to reassure you that technicians have been successful in restoring generator support to Halcyon Tower, and it seems the electromagnetic interference has subsided. Non-essential systems will remain offline for the next 17 hours to ensure this was an isolated event. Limbo championships have been postponed until Tuesday. Resident, I dare say you look dreadful. You are standing and quite visibly breathing, so I can only assume you are alive, despite the lack of any biometric feedback. This must be a localized after-effect of some of this electromagnetic disturbance. It seems as though you must have been jostled about a bit. In the elevator stoppage during the power failure, might I suggest you make a trip down to the medical facilities on floor 3. Your paperwork can wait until tomorrow. After all, as a tier 2 employee, your health is a priority. That is why you will not need to wait with the tier 1 employees. You will be able to see a physician immediately. For now, resident, I am Sayer, and you are far too valuable to us 
to take any chances with your physical well-being. End of transmission in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Sayers voiced and produced by Adam Bash. This episode, entitled Breathe, was also written by Adam Bash. You can follow Adam on Twitter at TheAdamBash. Music by Jesse Mainfinger Gregory. To hear more of his work, visit Mainfinger.com. Sayer is part of the Geekly Inc. podcast network. If you like what you hear, then check out other Geekly Inc. shows, like Drunks and Dragons, Cthulhu and Friends, Casts of Thrones, or Top 5 of Death. Want to give back? Head on over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. Or share us with a friend. We're totally into that. And make sure to follow Sayer on Twitter for Earth and Typhon-based updates at I am Sayer. And now for some Aerolith-approved reviews. Craig23 writes, Interesting and enjoyable show. I'm really liking what I hear from Sayer so far. It's well-written and well-produced with a clever and dark sense of humor. It's obvious the folks making this put a good amount of thought and effort into it. I am also a fan of the shorter episode link that keeps the pacing on track so the episodes don't wear out their welcome. If you enjoy things like Hal from 2001 or GLaDOS from Portal, make sure to check out Sayer. It's something different you might enjoy. Stasia writes, A shivery pleasure. Creepy, atmospheric, and laced with black humor. Only a few episodes so far, but each one is a delight if you enjoy a little retro radio storytelling with a futuristic sci-fi setting. Worth your time, so try it now. Oh, and one last thing. Don't forget to check out our new venture with Patreon. You can go there and help us out by donating a monthly amount so that we can make this show better with each episode. So far, the response we've gotten is great. We're so thankful and overwhelmed by all of your support.